Hey, Vanessa. Um, I'm not here. <laughs> right. I forgot. It's you. Yeah. What okay. do you want? <laughs> well, I wanted to tell you a riddle. A riddle, huh? Yeah. What's your riddle? Well, so there are 40 cows in a meadow. Okay, there's 40 cows in a meadow. 38 chickens. And 38 chickens. <laughs> 30. Right, and 38 chickens, right? Yeah. Okay. What's the riddle? <laughs> that was a riddle. Oh, how many didn't? How many didn't? How many didn't eat? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? All right, yeah. let's give it to everyone. There's 40 cows in a meadow, right? Yeah. And 38 chickens. Mm-hmm. How many didn't eat? Yeah. And that brain buster <laughs> we'll give you when we come back. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. I am your host, single-handed today, well, kind of, one and a half. I've got a couple of our kids in studio with me. And Vanessa, so I am your host, Michael Markey. Vanessa is, uh, she's working today. She is doing what she likes to call a job. But that's a bit of an inside joke, I suppose. So yeah. today, we've got a number of things that I want to talk about today. Some of them I'm going to talk about with you. Some maybe with your brother. And some without either of you. It'll be a good reprieve for me. So you gave us a riddle before we went into the intro. Right? By the way, if you just shake your head oh, yes, no yeah. one knows. Yes. All right. And um, should we repeat it for everyone? Yes. All right. So tell me if I've got it right. Or do you want to, you want to say it? I'm going to say it. All right. Go ahead. There are 40 cows in a meadow, 38 chickens. How many didn't eat? Now, what is the answer most people give? Well, most people would give, I would think, like two because to get to 40 is two from 38. So 40 minus 38 is two. Yeah. What's the actual answer? <laughs> 10. Why? Because if there's 40 and 38, then that A from 38 is the word 8. Ah, so it's not 
E-I-G-H-T. It's A-T-E. Yeah. So it's a it's a trickery yeah. with words. Yeah. Right. So there's 40 cows and 38 chickens. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, going to trickery, I'm going to bring up a commercial. And this commercial is from E-Trade, if I can find it here. So E-Trade's one of these companies that do a lot of advertising. And it's in the financial services. And there's a there's this saying in our industry, in the financial world, in investing, that says, buy the dips. And that's a good prelude to their commercial. Here we go. First up is this exquisite bowl of French onion dip. I'm going to start the bidding at $5. Thank you. So it's a auction hall. You've got... How do you want to describe this guy at the front? A cowboy, kind cowboy, of. Cowboy, yeah. He's a got... Yeah, a cowboy dressed in nice clothes, just with like a cowboy hat on to keep it style. And then he's got the <laughs> cowboy tie. Yeah. And then he's got the hoity-toity wife who's inside wearing her blackout glasses and her little pom-pom dog. And they're all bidding. So you can think of this in like a movie setting where you got all these uh, chairs lined up and you got all these various bidders. Looking for six dollars. Six dollars over there. Do I hear seven? Seven dollars in the front. Seven dollars going once, going twice. Sold to the onion lover in the front row. Next up is lot number 17, a spinach and artichoke dip, beautifully set in a hollowed out loaf of sourdough bread. And then the commercial stops and says... If this is your definition of of buying this, the dips... Maybe tra- trading's not for you. Don't get mad. Get E-Trade and get more than just trading. Investing, banking, guidance. First up- Whoop. So, I give you that commercial right now because certainly um, over COVID, uh, one of the things that I kept hearing on the radio or watching some of the finance shows is they kept asking, and, and really, when I say COVID, it wasn't only in March, but think of the number of times we've had a meaningful dip, not talking to you, um, but you know the investors right now listening, the number of times we've had that pullback, right? Um, and then all of a sudden, we get a vaccine, and the markets go crazy, or whatever news came up that the markets responded well. And the thing that you're told all the time is, buy the dip. And if you're wondering what that means, it does not mean like the E-Trade commercial where they say, you know, buy the the chip dip or the hollandaise sauce dip. It means the price of a stock, the price of uh, the market, right? An index has gone down, let's say 10%, 15%. And instead of steering clear, you buy more, you buy in. Now I was talking to somebody about this the other day though. And the problem with that, well, you know what? Let me explain this more simply. All right. So you get, a lot of times with Christmas or birthdays, you get actual presents, right? Mm-hmm. But you get money sometimes. Yeah. Like in your cards, from my from my aunt, she gave us an extra tree, like ten dollars um for mom to bring us to the candy store (laughs) all right all right right. hold (laughs) on and you're really good at maybe even too good at it 
putting the money away and not spending it. Because I, I do want to teach you guys how there's a, a purpose to money, which is give or spend. But that being said, I want you to imagine that you've gotten um, uh, whatever's in your piggy bank, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and you go to the store and you spend it all. If you were to go to the store and buy stuff, what would you buy? Uh, oh, I'm <laughs> Okay. And so I want to ma- I want you to imagine you've gone to Target and you've cleaned the place out. That's it'd be fun, right? Yeah. Now, you've spent all your money. What if you went a week later and they just came out with something brand new? That'd be a little disappointing, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be very disappointing. Now imagine that brand new thing was also half off. Well, I would be pretty mad because if I would have saved some money, for example, if I saved $20 and the thing was $20, then I could get it. (laughs) That was fantastic math right there. (laughs) My point to you, though, is oddly enough, what you just said is, tell me if I'm right, is that it's important to keep some money saved up. So that way, if something else you want comes available, especially if it's on sale, you have the ability to buy it. Yeah, that's what I meant. This is, you know, how old are you? Eight, almost eight. <laughs> almost eight, yeah. Right. You have, you have a birthday not coming up, coming up, right? It's, it's like three or four days. <laughs> All right. My point to you, as well as our listeners, is that in investing... A lot of you, if you think about it right now, if you look at your portfolio, you're fully invested. And a lot of you will be almost fully invested in stock, in equities, as we call it, mutual funds that have equities. And so you might say, well, I've got some less risky ones, Mike. What does that mean? Does that mean if the market is down 20% that that mutual fund is only down 10? Well, yeah, that's what it means. Okay. So do you want to sell it when it just lost 10? Well, no, I don't want to sell it. So in your portfolio, your investments, you've got everything allocated. So when something comes along to buy the dip because things are cheaper, you don't have any money saved aside. Your ability to go buy some LOL or OMG dolls (laughs) is not going to happen because you didn't plan ahead. So buying the dip, great advice. Most of us aren't implementing it right because you don't have anything left set aside to be able to buy it with. You'd have to sell something to buy. You don't want to sell something that just lost to buy something, even if it's at a good price. Let's take our first break and we'll be right back. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again, grmusiclessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the second segment of Fireproof Your Finances. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter. See if I can get this right, at Fireproof Show. Uh, on twitter.com that's at fireproof show so we love um i gotta be honest i've uh, i got a new phone because my daughter who you just heard uh decided to use my phone as her airbag when she fell on the sidewalk and i have just realized at this moment i haven't re-downloaded twitter 
So we do try to communicate with you. Um, probably haven't been that great at it for a little bit, but we're not the best. We'll do better. So today we've talked about buying the dip, something you hear about all the time. And a lot of people agree with this whole idea of buying the dip, but yet you're not in a position to be able to do it. You've allocated all your dollars to things that will lose money when the market is down, things that lose money when the dip occurs, and you don't want to sell something that just lost value or a significant amount of value to buy something cheaper. It doesn't really do you any good. So... I am welcoming now another curmudgeon into studio. Do you want to say hi? Hi. All right. <laughs> I need you to be serious. This is a serious show. Look at me. Are you good? Yes. All right. So tell me now, little man, what did you get? And I, I haven't prepped them, so I'm really curious to see what answers we're going to get here. Can you tell me specifically what you got for Christmas last year? Well, I got some like, I got cars and... No, 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 no. Specifically, tell me what they looked like. What car? Um, they looked, there was an airplane that had a spinner where it could fly and it, and it, Okay. It had wheels that could roll, and then the car, it could add wheels to roll and add some spaghetti as it's lo- looking. What do you mean it had it. spaghetti? No, on it. That's the painting. Oh, uh, okay. What else? Anything else? Do you so remember? So, like, if you went to store and you other spend your gifts. money on a lot of drinks you have and a new place of a golden toy came out or a golden phone came out and you want to buy it no no and no, no. okay time out time gone. out flag on the field excessive talking <laughs> what so you got an airplane you yes. get anything else i got a gorilla a gorilla movie okay anything else and i got a like a jurassic park movie Uh and so when you think back to the point that i'm doing a very poor job making here is because of grandmas and grandpas and everybody else big family you got a lot of stuff last christmas do you agree yes i ah, (laughs) zip it (laughs) my point here was that the other day I was trying to go around to find a lot of these items and you know what I found other than like the movies even those were hard to find a lot of the toys that you got are hard to find today and this year you could help your grandma put up your Christmas tree Oh, yes, fine, yes. Grandma broke her ankle, and we needed to help her. I see I need to do a better job keeping you focused. Actually, I now know what it feels like to be mom in studio here with me because she has to keep me focused like I'm trying to keep you focused. Mm-hmm. But my point to this is I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I think as parents we put too much emphasis on 
what we get you and how many things we get you. Because at the end of the like a year later, Mm -hmm. it's hard to find the gifts and you don't remember. You remember some of them, Mm -hmm. but you don't remember all the gifts you got. Yeah. Yeah, as in, yeah, I agree. Yes. Okay. And like, if you got a new house and it was already your birthday and your mom was going to bake you cookies and she forgot. Okay, first of all, your mom has never forgotten your birthday. You can't pick on her when she's not here in studio. Point is, though, what's more... Ah! <laughs> what's most important about holidays and birthdays? The gifts are fun, right? Mm-hmm. But would you take more gifts and no nobody there? Or would you take more people and fewer gifts? No. What's no? That means you can... That you cannot... Take anyone else's gifts on the birthday. I don't think you understood the question. However, that being said, that brings us into our next commercial break that we got to take right now. You got anything else you want to say real quick? Um. So, 50 dinosaurs with n- non-chickens and... Well, okay, are you trying to do another riddle? A riddle? What's a riddle? All right. On that note, we're going to take our last break, and we'll be right back. United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Muskegon first at united.com. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. It's truly, you know... Hey, I'm not going to get yelled at for saying it this time. So it really is a pleasure being with you guys. It's an honor and and very humbling that you guys have us on. Um, Today, we've talked about a few things. At the beginning of the show, we talked about buying the dip and how a lot of you. So if you want to buy the dip, what you have to do is prepare for the dip. How do we prepare for the dip? Have part of your portfolio allocated to things that are going to be very stable during times of, well, during the times where the dips happen. And so things that are stable, money market, some inflation protected securities, short duration bond funds, short duration being important. The shorter the duration, um, duration kind of gives us a indication of the volatility of a fund to make it very simple. So short duration bond funds, there's fixed, um, fixed return funds sometimes. So really need an advisor often, I think, to help you with that. And there should be one. Uh, There should be one in the plan, maybe one that you're working with outside of your plan. But if you want to buy the dip, you have to have dollars that are available to to deploy when things go bad. And I'm asked all the time right now, is now the time to buy gold? 
So I'm showing you right here, not for a listener. Now, if you want to know the chart that I'm using, um, you know what? I'll tweet it out. I'll put it on Twitter. But as you're looking at this, this shows the historical prices of gold. And I had it adjusted for inflation. So if we go back to 1934, what's the price in today's dollars? 680000 Nope. $680.12. Oh. And, and then what happens? What what happens after this period? What's going on? It goes down. It goes down all the way to in 1971. 70. $241 and... That's close enough. So it goes from 600 almost $700 an ounce down to less than 250 So it loses about two-thirds of its value. And I'm going to walk this back up, this chart, and we're going to see that we have to get to right about in here. What is that? Between 1973 and 1974. Five. To get back to where gold was in the 30s. So it took about 30 years from one peak to another to recover. Now it kept going, by the way. So this is the mid-70s. It keeps going, going, going. For almost 10 years, we get to 1980. It peaks out at... I got to scroll up. Again, these this is all in today's dollars. It peaks at, what is that, a little above $2,000? 2027. All right. So a little bit more than $2,000 an ounce. So it it bottoms out. You know, it topped out in 1934. Goes down. Keeps going down to about 1970. From 1970 to 1980, so about a 10-year run. Gains value. It's all the way up to 2000. So 1980... It just, it, it's bouncing around, but it goes down, 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 and bottoms out basically at the what we call the tech bubble, okay, right before 9-11, yeah. and it's about just shy of $400 an ounce. So I want to put that, people tell me all the time, gold is safe, huh, 1934, gold was almost $700 an ounce. Have $700. 70 years later, it's worth less than it had been. Make it even more interesting. In 1915, gold was about $500 an ounce in today's dollars. And in 2002, it was worth less than it was then. In other words, 80 years. 80 years years it didn't go anywhere but let's let's keep on this track so we're at right around 2000 and from 2000 it bottoms out under $400 an ounce we get to right around 0809 2010 it gets all the way back up to $2000 an ounce again so again what it do it grew for about 10 years it goes down bounces around bounces around bounces around boop 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 <laughs> and then about 10 years later it bottomed out by the way in about 2015 and it's been growing since and again it's at about $2,000 an ounce mm -hmm. so we see some trends here we see that these these uphill trends tend to last 
about 10 years. So if you're more bullish on gold, you'd say maybe there's five more years of growth. But I'm going to look at it from a different perspective. I'm going to look at it from the perspective that people tell me all the time that it is safe. Are you kidding me? What do you mean it's safe? From 1915 to 2002, it had lost money. It had a... From 1934, it took 40 years for it to come back. It tops out before the tech bubble, right around the tech bubble, before 9-11. And it, is, and it got back to there just barely. Didn't really go past. It looks by the chart that it didn't quite get there back by 2010. It got close. And then it goes the other way, and right now it's not quite back there. So a couple things. Number one, you're looking at gold from an inflation-adjusted price at an all-time high, almost an all-time high, almost higher than it's ever been. And we can see that when it's done that, when it did that in 1934, it took 40 years. When it did that in 1975, it went down. Uh, not 75. That's just kind of a blip here. <laughs> I guess you could even look at that. Still took five years. Kept going. It's an all-time, all-time high, though. Right around 1980. Then it takes 20 years. This last time, it's taken at least 10. So when you get in at the highest point, why on earth would you think it's safe? Why on earth would you not think that maybe you'd lose money? What you're telling me is, well, you know something no one else does. You're telling me that the market hasn't effectively priced it in. You're telling me that this company that's marketing to you online, on YouTube, on Facebook, at 3 a.m. when you are you can't sleep on TV, that somehow they've been able to keep their marketing message so quiet that no one else has been able to buy it, that it's still a good buy, that you're still getting in at the right time, but they've been able to do that. They've been able to keep that message so quiet, yet somehow they found you. Money bags you. They found you. You want gold, you buy it for the long term. You buy it against a, a, a hedge against inflation. You buy it for safety. If you're worried about the collapse of the U.S. dollar, yeah, you could buy some gold. I still don't know that I'm buying it at the position that it's at now. And if you really want to get into precious metals, you buy into something that's also has an intrinsic value, such as, let's say, a coin. Because when we look at precious metal coins, the value will go up and down with the value of the underlying metal. But there's always that intrinsic value that's associated with all the coin collectors. And so it tends to not be as volatile. And it tends to be a more highly traded, more highly traded investment therefore the spread the learning curve the gap that you pay tends to be maybe a little bit better too dad tell me if i'm wrong um if you buy gold i feel like you can't like you know with money for example a ten dollar bill um in some places most places mm -hmm. you can split that apart give like for example a store lady when you're checking out 
give them $10 and say, can I have $5 back? Yep. Because... Right, you, get, it, you bought a pizza. I got it. Yep, they give you five bucks back. Yeah, but with gold, um, it's kind of hard to do that because a store, I feel like that would be basically all their money if you just handed them gold and would say, can I get, like, half of it back because it was just, like, blah, blah, blah that much. Right. What you're hitting on... And that's it's it's funny. You're how old? Eight, basically eight. <laughs> Even an eight-year-old sees the lack of ability of I'm going to call it transferability, right? The lack of ability to transfer it, the lack of ability to split it up. Yeah, and so gold is weighed, okay? So you would actually technically weigh it up. But who's going to cut it? Who's going to melt it down? You're just going to snap off a corner? There's people that'll tell you that's the way the world's going to work, but that means getting rid of the U.S. currency. I'll tell you what, betting on that is a far bigger bet. And be careful where you're getting your information from. Because understand, now we don't have enough time to go in there. Just be careful. Gold's at almost an all-time high. The ability to split it up for small, smaller transactions right now doesn't even really exist. But that's up to you. Be careful. Have a great Thanksgiving. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. Um, there's this one thing. Nope, we're out of time. <laughs> God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances with Michael and Vanessa Markey. Want to listen to past shows or get in touch with Michael or Vanessa? Head over to twitter.com slash fireproofshow or go to fireproofradio.net. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.